Living the Sweet Life is a podcast intended for mature audiences only. We'll be using sexually explicit language while discussing many different adult themes. So if you're under the age of 18, please stop listening. Also, please know that our thoughts and opinions should not be taken as professional advice. We're here to help answer your questions about the swinger lifestyle from newbies to longtime swingers, unicorns, and poly triads. We hope to engage you all and encourage sex positive discussions. Now that we got that out of the way, make yourself comfortable and join us in living the sweet life. Sweet life. She is my wonderfully bite sized and beautiful, sexy co host and wife, the lovely Trist. And he is my scrumptious chocolate husband, Luck. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us in episode four of Living the Sweet Life. Uh, things are getting better and better, um, and we have reached our goal of going live having a, uh, a live stream with people joining in the suite. So we'd like to thank everybody for taking some time to join us in here. And um, yeah, let's let's do this. Let's make it a good one. So before we get into anything, I just want to say thanks again for reaching out. Um, and please follow us on iTunes. Subscribe to iTunes on Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, and also be sure to rate us and review us. We really appreciate that. It helps us to be more searchable. Um, you can also contact us via email. You can Email us at thesweetlifepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thesweetlifepodcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at sweetlifepod. Now, before we get into this episode, the episode that we're doing today is going to be uh, on jealousy. We're going to talk about how we get, uh, how you can overcome jealousy and open a polyamorous or swinging relationships, or just jealousy in general, right? Yeah. Right, right. So before we get into that, Trist, you know, we always got to start the, the date off with uh, how you feeling, babe? How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, feeling great. Why are you how feeling are so you? good? <laughs> I'm feeling great. Um, So we went out yesterday and we had some drinks with friends. With friends. We had some drinks with some friends and um, we had a pretty good night and I'm still feeling it today. Yeah, yeah, you are. You kind of went balls to the wall last night, but it's okay. You were a sexy, stunning woman, uh, as you always are. But you definitely let Trist come out and play last night. It was beautiful. I had a great time. Let's say that. I had a great time. Yeah, it was a lot of punk rock coming out of you. Um, Yeah, it was great to see. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. I enjoyed it too. This is why I'm feeling it right now. (laughs) Paying the price. (laughs) Paying the price. How are you feeling? Me, I'm feeling overjoyed and uh, accomplished, right? Like, I feel like we finally got us here. We had a long weekend with a lot of ups and downs. We've uh, come a long way to get to this point of episode four where we go live and get to interact and see what we got and see what uh, our our guests uh, have to offer. Um, so I'm I'm really satisfied. I'm really satisfied. I'm excited. So, so excited. Yeah. So let's uh, let's kick things off. You ready to get into the topic? Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. 
right, so segment one, we're going to be talking about jealousy, right? We're going to we're going to start this thing off by first defining what jealousy is, right? So a quick Google search will uh, show you that jealousy is defined as the thoughts or feelings of insecurity, fear, and concern over a lack of possessions, right? And I think when you're talking about a relationship, open relationship, or even you know one that's that's not necessarily open. Uh, something that could be possessive or possessed is your spouse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I could feel like a possession over Trist. Like I don't want her to, to go anywhere. I don't want anybody to grab her or don't touch her. She's mine. Yeah. Right. But that's something you have to try to figure out how to overcome. So in that definition, I've kind of thought about it a little bit and come up with two of my own. Maybe like you have internal jealousy or external jealousy, right? Where internal jealousy can be defined, to me anyway, internal jealousy can be defined as having um, your classic form of jealousy where I'm jealous that someone is attracted to my wife. That makes me feel bad. It makes me feel insecure that maybe my wife will uh, like that person more than me. Absolutely. Yeah, or or the, uh, you know, or the other way, like, uh, yeah, like my, my my wife will like that person more than me. So, yeah. Um, and external jealousy in my head uh, would be defined as like, you know, Tristan and I are dealing with another couple and that couple feels a sense of possession over myself and Trist. So therefore, they get jealous over anything that we do with other couples. Right. So. I think that that could be a major problem. So that's something that maybe if you guys have had any experience with, maybe you'd like to share that in the chat room. Yeah. And I also, um, I mean, I don't think it all just all relates to people that are in a lifestyle or swingers, but um, another version of um, internal jealousy. Remember we, we talked about it the other day is that when one partner becomes let's say popular when one partner becomes popular and um, more sought after and the other partner just kind of feels like they're being tolerated Mm, in a way. Right. Um, right. We've seen that happen before um, where a one person kind of uh, when people kind of gravitate more to that person and then the other partner tends to get jealous all right so let's so put it let's put it internal in terms, jealousy let's put it in terms of you and i right uh let's just say you and i this this whole podcast thing kicks off right we we start going up to clubs or we start hanging out at uh at lifestyle resorts or whatever we're known as lock and trist we're out there we're hanging out we're kicking it and you know while we're out and about in the scene you have more people gravitating towards trist trist is the life of the party trist is the one that gets everything going Trish is the one that interacts with everybody. Where's Trish? Hey, Locke, uh, would you mind go getting Trish for us? You know, that type of thing. So then uh, Locke would get or I would get um, those feelings of jealousy, like um, a little envious of the fame or the notoriety that my partner is getting. Yeah, it's definitely have to be a balance. By the way, my boobs look amazing. They do. They do. I got a side note, guys. Side note. Side note. Continue. Right. Sorry. So, yeah, you got me a little distracted. And uh, you probably got a couple other people distracted out there, but I'm sure we'll find out about that. 
<laughs> yeah. Baby, go. So yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty much our definitions of like that internal external uh, jealousy. Um, I can say that in the past, and 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 getting started, getting us started in the lifestyle, I have had feelings of jealousy towards you. I um, I agree. We did. You agree that I've had feelings of yeah. jealousy? Yeah, okay. we, we hadn't. We yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I mean, I you know. This isn't a surprise to you. This isn't, you know, some kind of disclosure that, you know, you haven't felt before. You haven't heard before um, because we talked about it when it occurred. Um, So uh, a few years ago when we first started getting well, actually, you know, it it started in like the very, very beginning of the lifestyle. Right. When we first started um, hanging out with people, even in our first like soft swap situations, not necessarily when it came to the woman. I'm going to be honest. But when it when we started involving like oral sex or uh, just kissing or whatever, just interacting with Trist, interacting with the other male. That's when it became kind of, you know, gave me a little chill up my spine. It was a little something that I had to kind of disengage myself from. I had to like maybe stop looking or um, try to keep myself occupied so that I wouldn't feel some type of way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you felt so confident, right? You didn't, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have those feelings. Well, I, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Well, and you know, I, um, we we've talked about this before, um, and just to go back off of what Locke is saying, I haven't had any issues with jealousy that has sprouted up or anything like that. And you know, we talked about it. I, I just don't think. It's not that I'm not, uh, I'm, and so I don't want to say it in the way that, oh, I'm not a jealous person. Uh-oh. I just, I'm a very confident person in our situation. Okay. so And he, I just, okay. I trust you enough, not right. to say you don't trust me. Like, let me not that say that. It's not right, because right. you don't trust me or mm-hmm. you're insecure in our relationship. It's just that I'm pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, But... I just, I don't have those feelings. Okay. And I mean, that's fair. You know, it is what it is, right? Like I can't say, why aren't you jealous of me? You know, um, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So but but just a really quick side note, um, the movie, what was the name of the movie you were watching? Eyes Wide Shut. Okay. So to speak on, uh, just, just this one part, we were talking about, Mm -hmm. um, Eyes Wide Shut and there's a character that, um, Tom Cruise plays and then Nicole Kidman is his wife right, right? Mm-hmm. so um, Locke mentioned this part to me and I said I think that I am him I'm him um, where he I forget what it is he was having a conversation with someone and he they, was talking to his wife let me let me pick it up yeah go ahead yeah um, he was talking to Nicole Kidman's character and I can't exactly remember the quote but she said that are you that confident in yourself that I would that you would never cheat. He was like, no, I'm just that confident in you. Like he just believed that she was that safe. She she was no risk to him. Like she was at no he was at no risk. Like she was just that safe space. Um, And I don't know how I should feel about that, to be honest with you. I don't know. But (laughs) when you said it the other day, it kind of was like, I said, oh, that's me. (laughs) Okay, and maybe that's why i haven't really yeah have and it may not be the right thing to do i mean obviously anybody could right it it just is what it is right something if that's how you feel that's how you feel yeah 
And I love that about you. You know, I love your confidence. Um, but yeah, I mean, back to the, to the actual real incident, um, it was just like a, it wasn't a misunderstanding. I guess it kind of was, but, um, when we had, it was really early in our full swap, um, experimentation days where, uh, we found a a nice couple, uh, a couple that we, we frequent, we frequently hang out with or whatever. Um, and we just started like, you know, let's, let's, let's see how this goes. Right. And then, uh, we had, uh, we had sex, right. I had sex with his wife. He had sex with my wife. And it was kind of like, it hit me, you know, it hit me like that next day. Like, I can't, I can't believe I let this happen. Like, wow. You know, the things that I've seen, you know, it kind of like, it was like shock. It was almost like culture shock, you know? Yeah. And it was something that he said that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It made it seem like he went like beyond our friendship between he and I and was able to just interact with Trist like whenever he wanted. And if that felt like that gave me a real sense of insecurity that felt like um, now this thing has gotten out of my control. And um, and it felt it felt kind of weird. Oh, looks like we got a question. hon. What do you got over there? Can you read that? Do you guys feel that confidence is directly tied to experience? Tied to experiences. Mm. So the question, guys, is do you guys feel that the confidence is directly tied to experience? That's a good question. Hmm. Um, it could be. You know, we're we're still trying to figure that out, right? Like, I think that it could be, right? Like, um, the more experience you have, the more confidence you have maybe right maybe maybe if you've been in a situation you've been in a full swap situation you kind of know how things are going to play out you kind of know that um you know when some you know like once we get the drinks going like i know your rhythm now right (laughs) (laughs) and like i said in in, uh in the last episode um once the clock strikes a certain hour if we're in that vibe with that couple um and nothing's happening what do i say you say are we going to do this or what? Are right? we doing this or not? So in that, I feel I feel confident, right? I, I guess this confidence is it's in repetition, just like anything else. Um, but it still stems from somewhere inside of you, your confidence um, in general that you bring to the table. What do you think? Like, I, I feel like you bring a confidence no matter what. Yeah, I think that confidence can be built upon uh, based off of like the, the more like experience you have like Mm -hmm. anything else in life Mm -hmm. you know the more experiences you have the better you get at understanding uh different type of situations yeah right right right. you're able to handle those situations right and 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 you're able to kind of like navigate right um better through the situations and that's the same thing like in lifestyle um honestly some of the stuff is trial and error Mm -hmm. um so you learn from those um, experiences, mm-hmm. and then you kind of figure out what works and what doesn't work, and right. become more confident okay. the next time around when you have like a full swap situation. Right. So, how did we handle it then? How did we handle um, that? My my issue with uh, jealousy. Like, how did we how did we deal with that? We well, it took a lot of communicating. Bingo. <laughs> and trying to understand. not just communicating on just say, Hey, let's talk. It was more so just trying to understand what your partner is saying Mm -hmm. and then why they're feeling that way. Right. Right. Oh, look at that. We got the suite opening up. We got the suite opening up, honey. We got another question. 
Do you feel like jealousy? Check me out. I can actually kind of read it. Ooh. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Then? Go for it. Okay. Do you feel like jealousy can be overcome or does it often uh, or does it often doom a situation? So it depends on for me it would depend on the amount of jealousy. Like for example, hmm, it can't be um you're jealous like I can't talk to any males or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then it, it's like a fine line between being okay jealous about something then being um what is the word like possessive possessive there okay. you go okay but oh being possessive right so i think they're kind of tied together but go ahead yeah this is been them being possessive like there's a fine line with that so i think you can overcome jealous jealousy is if you mm-hmm. communicate it's all about like communicating with each other like why am i feeling this way right. and this is what makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. and then how do we get past that as a couple if it's something that's very simple then we get past it if it's something that now you're trying to tell me who i can and can't talk to right. then that's different right right okay so that's a good lead into um into the article that we got right the article that we found was um, five ways of overcoming jealousy when you're in an open relationship or polyamorous relationship, something like that. I'll make sure I post it in the show notes. Don't worry. So their number one suggestion, um, step one was talk it through, clarify your feelings, negotiate a solution that addresses their needs and your needs. Right. What do you think? I agree with that. You agree? How? Yes, because it still has to be a conversation on kind of a, a, a happy medium that, you know, one person doesn't feel like they're not hurt. Uh-huh. And also the other person doesn't feel like their their life has been taken over because of what you're feeling. Right. That, I think that's where that comes with that, that possession part. Right. Like. Right. If we can if we can tie that up to what you were saying about someone being possessive or trying to. um trying to hold you down with their insecurities like uh no wearing short skirts you know because they feel like that that's something out of their control so you can't wear you can't walk around wearing a short skirt because guys are going to try to get you you know that's their jealousy their insecurity plaguing you and hindering your expression your your freedom of expression Mm -hmm. so because i like to express thank god you do i love it uh, so yeah, definitely number one is talk it through. You you can't like you can't solve a problem if you don't know what it is, right? So, the best way to, or at least the article suggests that the best way or the the first way is to just talk about your insecurities, talk about what the things that make you feel jealous. So number two is rewrite your jealousy narrative. Um, it it goes into saying literally write or draw, which I found funny. Draw. Um, <laughs> Draw a guidebook for your jealous feelings, uh, then rewrite it uh, before. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reframe the jealous situations. OK, so it's, it's literally like saying write out the, the, the scenes at which you feel will make you jealous. Hmm. Now, for example, like if guys were to talk to Trist out in the street or in the club um, and that I know that's a trigger for me. So I'll maybe I'll draw out a little picture of some guy hollering at her at the bar or whatever, or I'll, I'll write out, you know, when guys talk to Trist, it makes me jealous. So I would reframe that by saying in my head, I would reframe it as I'm more, I'm proud that guys actually 
approach my wife. Yeah. Because she's hot, right? She's hot. Thank you, So baby. I love it when guys come up and talk to her. I, I, I appreciate what she does to look good, and it pays off when guys or girls or whatever come up and tell her, oh, my God, look at your makeup or your hair or your heels, which happens all the time. And I love it. Thank you, baby. So what do you think about that? Rewrite the narrative. Rewrite the narrative. Hmm. Anything else needs to be said on it? No, I think you kind of like <laughs> hit it home with that. I couldn't think of anything it. else to add right. <laughs> for that one. Well, cool. Fine. Number three in the article says uh, reestablish your boundaries. Mm, I agree with that one. Uh, it says your boundaries may be unclear. Like if someone's having those jealous feelings, they you you probably never had the discussion of the things that that make you feel jealous in the situation. Now, again, that this article is kind of geared towards polyamorous or open relationships. So I'm assuming that they've made the assumption that you've had these discussions prior to opening your relationship. So examine your rules. Cause like we, we also talked about in a previous episode, uh, when you get into the lifestyle, you want to establish your rules and boundaries, the things that make you feel comfortable uh, and the things that you want to get into. Um, so if those things uh, like kissing on the first date, right, mm-hmm. maybe you have a rule uh, that you don't kiss on the first date or yep. you don't kiss at all. And then maybe I, you know, in a drunken moment, I kiss someone, I kiss, a, I kiss the wife or whatever the case. And then Trist feels jealousy in that moment. So now we have to go back and maybe reexamine why I did that, why she feels that way and maybe address that rule. Absolutely. And and I don't think, uh, again, um, we're not experts, but this article, I don't think it's just geared towards like open relationships or polyamorous or anything like that. I think it's geared toward any relationship. Right. Um, because boundaries should be established, like regardless, like if you know that, hey, I don't like it when a girl drops a DM to you and I don't know about it. Oh, that's cool. Then let's talk about that. Like, let's talk mm-hmm. about how that would make me feel jealous. Mm-hmm. And you the know? rules behind it. Like, what kind of rule would you establish to to control like the a DM situation? I would, for me, honestly, I just want to know. You want access to the DM? And, and some people would. It's mm-hmm. not that I want access to the DM. I would like to know, like, if somebody's sending you a message and. We're Just pretty about good it. about that. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're pretty yeah, we good are. about that. Like, if we have someone send us a message on, you know, any type of uh, social media or mm-hmm. anything like that, we're really good about communicating that with each other. A, so it doesn't seem like you're hiding something. Right. Um, from your spouse that or partner that you don't want them to know. So... Establishing mm-hmm. clear boundaries. I just want to add this last caveat to that is that you establish your boundaries, but also remember that boundaries change and they develop. Yeah, they definitely over time uh, start getting flexible. Yeah. Um, and you start getting a little bit more comfortable and, and, and you may say, OK, I'm, I'm willing to bend a little bit more of this right. boundary or you may develop other boundaries. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Absolutely. I agree with that. So number four was um, make a backup plan. Um, talk through all the, the, the possible situations, all the possible scenarios and come up with like a backup plan that maybe, maybe this isn't working. So maybe we just, we don't want to try this anymore. We don't want to do X, Y, Z. We don't want to maybe go to clubs or we maybe want to shut down our, our social media because the DMS are getting filled up or something like that. Mm -hmm. Number five is know that it takes time. Yeah. 
Right. Know that jealousy is is not a quick fix. You know, those are like insecurities that come from somewhere. Um, and, and it's not a quick fix. You know, you can talk until your face is blue. But if you're not open to that change, it's not really going to occur. That's true. Yeah. And then um, if all else fails. Get out. Yeah. No, it doesn't say get out. It doesn't <laughs> say get out. The article says, you know, if it's still not working, just close your relationship back. You know, always go back. Never be afraid to just go back home. Just take care of home first and figure out that whole open relationship thing in the future. Like, don't even trip about it. You know, work on you, work on your communication, work on your relationship and then maybe try opening it up again if both parties are uh, engaged. Yes, um, because at the end of the day, guys, we've mentioned this before in in past episodes that um, if you are in a lifestyle, your relationship is always number one. Always. Everything else is fun and secondary. This is like um, adding on, you know, dessert Mm -hmm. uh, to your marriage or your relationship. Right. But it's not priority and it's not a need. It should be just something as a extracurricular. Um, yeah. As, extracurricular activity. All right, folks. So we, uh, we, we're, that was us. That's our spiel. We're giving that to you. So we want to hear what you think. Right. So with that, it's time to open up the suite officially. Let's open up the suite guys for your questions. Bring them in. Let's see. We have a question. I understand the checklist, but if you have to go through this checklist to get over jealousy, is the LS really for you? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Mm. Is it really for you? Well, I'd say, I'd say, yeah, I'd say probably, right? I, I can't say yes and I can't say no. I'd say it's probably for you. I'd say that um, you never know until you, you go through certain experiences, right? Like, like I said in the beginning, like uh, when we had our first full swap, you think you're ready for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have like a trigger that you didn't even know was there. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. It's you didn't true. even know it was there. So um, then you just you just kind of got to address it as it comes along. Uh, you kind of got to go ahead. Yeah, no, go. Oh, no. Yeah. You kind of just got to address these little issues as they come along. Maybe the chestnut checklist will help you maybe it won't it's probably just like any other uh bit of advice out there you um you take it with a grain of salt yeah and every experience in the lifestyle um is a work in progress at times because sometimes you just don't know (laughs) what's going to come up yeah you you don't know what's going to come up you don't know how you're going to react to certain situations um and yeah you don't know what your triggers are until they until they are fired yeah. So, true. I mean, yeah, I mean, we've had some fun. Um, and I, it, it's so funny to hear that you haven't had any um, any jealous moments, N- maybe not necessarily with me, but like in life. Um, no, I mean, not in life. Come right. on. No, not in life. <laughs> We're talking about with you. No, not yeah. not not necessarily in life. Right. No, just with you. All right. We have another question, guys. We got another one. Let's see. If a situation arises where one partner is not attracted to the couple, ooh, I like doing this is going already. <laughs> do you have to take one for the team or do you leave it be? Number one rule is never take one for the team. No, that no, is no. our rule. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, hey, um, we have met couples throughout the years mm-hmm. that um they do. They call it 
compromising. You yeah, compromise. they compromise. We have not been, we decided a long ago, early on, yeah. that we would not do that. We would not take one for the team. We do a check-in like, hey, mm-hmm. do you think that this is okay? That person's, you know, hot or right. Or do we think we're just going to say do soft play with girl and girl, right? And then we're not going to go any further than that. We've had these discussions before, like when it comes to meeting couples uh-huh. or um, prior to getting into the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm gonna dig into that one. I think I can I can pick that question apart a little bit because they said, "What if you're in a situation situation arises where a partner is not." attracted to the other couple now we're going to take that to a jealous point right like if you were to take one for the team now that definitely opens the door for jealousy yeah 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 yeah. that would definitely open the door to a jealousy situation Mm because um let's just say let's just say you know you're you're attracted to mr x right and i'm not quite attracted to um, Mrs. X. Uh, so to see you over there engaging with Mr. X and having a blast, right? Having a great time, legs in the air, you know, moaning and screaming and, you know, all, all the, everything that goes along with that. And I'm kind of just, you know, sitting there playing your wingman. Yeah. Oh man. That's, that's that can a, build some resentment. Absolutely. That's a, that's a breeding ground for resentment. Yeah. And it can, it, it definitely can turn, um, into a really bad situation. And has that ever happened to us? Have we ever had like a take one for the team and I kind of watch, sit back and watch, or you sit back and watch? No. No, I can say we pretty much safeguarded ourselves in that. Um, what I mean, no, didn't. wait, wait. There, there was one time. Remember your uh, your birthday in Baltimore? I mean, the couple was. I didn't take one for. The no, team. you didn't. But I mean, it was kind of like a situation where it was a little imbalanced. Uh, oh, where you know. The, yes. the the classic she's hot he's not situation definitely yeah that's yeah, yeah but yeah you did well in the situation to not let the the heat of the moment say all right well let's go for it let's just go because we're here yeah no. definitely Mm-mm. didn't you know still kind of sucks though it, it did suck. for me it sucks for me it sucked for him very much <laughs> yep it really did yeah but we made it through he we was still like, darn was yeah like, i mean nope, you know we're not doing it yeah the classic she's hot he's not uh is uh um they say it's an epidemic it's a problem but i I don't think it's like a thing in the lifestyle it's just how people feel about other people you know it is and and there's someone for everyone out there you know what i mean that yeah we've seen all sorts of body types and everything yeah. Uh, so let's see. We got anything else in the in the chat room in, in the, the uh, in the suite? Anybody want to wrap? Because uh, we can go on and on. We could. All right. So literally and figuratively speaking. But so <laughs> I'll go on and talk about that time. Um, how I feel like I dealt with that jealous situation. I came to you. That was number one, right? You did. I came to you, and I was a little upset because of what I thought was going on. Right. I thought it was like a situation where they was like talking and chatting behind my back or whatever. And I made all I made this whole all these things. thing <laughs> in my head. And no, those are the things that insecurity can do to you. Um, it can just kind of plague your your thoughts. It, it will plague your thoughts and, and kind of take you down a road that you don't want to go in. And that she definitely didn't deserve. Right. Because every step of the way, we've always talked about um, we've always 
been sure to just check in with each other and talk about the next step, talk about what we're going to do and how we're going to get there Mm -hmm. um, and how we think we're going to feel about it. But it was my insecurities that kind of just was like, well, what the fuck? What do you mean? It was. But the thing is, is that and and not to throw you under the bus, babe. I saw I threw myself under. um, Even after for us, um, what works uh, so that we do, we do what's called a check in. So after mm-hmm. every like a debrief, yeah, a debrief, he yeah. calls it a debrief. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so after every not every I want I don't want to say every because that makes it sound like we're like sluts. But, no, but it's like every situation. So, like if we yes. go out, we debrief. Right. So yeah. if there was a situation, uh, we debrief each other mm-hmm. and we just talk about like, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. How did this make you feel? So we yeah. do that pretty much after every situation to kind of like get some of those feelings out Mm -hmm. and to see if anybody's feeling a certain way or you feeling great Mm -hmm. so we do that right right and i think that helps that all that always will help um keep you guys connected and it'll help you stay in front of potentially hazardous feelings or you know just something that might be gnawing at a partner like why did you say um, that she looked beautiful tonight, but you didn't tell me I look beautiful tonight. Little things like that you can just discuss in your debrief mm-hmm. uh, to make sure it doesn't turn into something, you know, really cancerous More. to your relationship. Yeah. yeah. Something that's growing underneath and you didn't even realize it. <laughs> right. And then next thing you know, when, you know, you forget to do the damn dishes and the shit just blows up on you. Well, you told her she was beautiful. <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? You didn't even know that shit right. was like, <laughs> like, like where'd that come like from? Like brewing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have another question. Oh, we got a question. Go All for right. It. So do you guys always play together? I'll take this one. Knock it out. All tell right. the truth now. I'll tell you. <laughs> so, yes, we always play together. Um, I want to say early on uh, when we got into lifestyle, we met different couples from all over the place. And uh-huh. the first time we went, we went to a party that was out of state. This is our first time yeah, one going of those, to uh, friction parties. We went to a friction party and it was out of state. It's our first time going to a hotel takeover that wasn't local. So we went to the party and it was a Halloween party. It was awesome. Great, mm-hmm. you know, great folks. We're, we're meeting all types of people. We also met some people we knew that was from home that also went to the same party. And uh, that was the first time we've met couples that did not play together. Yeah, it was like, like a literally, culture shock. We're sitting there like, what do you mean? Complete hall passes. Yeah, like complete like we're at a hotel takeover and and the wife is gone. Mm-hmm. She she done met whoever and she's gone and, they and rolled out. Mm-hmm. And then the husband met whoever and and they're gone and they go do their thing. And it was multiple couples uh-huh. that were like that. And it was kind of like for us, like shell shock. Like, what do you mean? Like yeah. we're in this together. So it was that point on that we had that conversation again and was like we are going we play together right. we do not play separate and i will we don't bust go- your bubble i have to bust your bubble about what you've given me the green light to play separate oh that's just true yes. that was just and, recently and and that was and, recently. and 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 uh you gave me the green light to play separately one time when you had an event oh yeah. ah, right. okay but no. that would so let's that no <laughs> but, because but, that was but, but, very 
that was no. It was a very specific situation very, that you needed to be included on. As long as we sent you pictures and everything, but you this was cool was, with it. we knew these. We knew it's not a, a, a everyday thing. That's no, it. it's a but we knew team. them. We didn't just show right. up at a party. We've known them. No, no right. It was not. We were not at a party, right? And we just like okay, so you go here <laughs> and then you go over here. Okay, That's no, not true. no. There are no hall passes. There we don't are do no hall like passes. you know. You go out and just meet your your part. We're not like poly. We're not like a polyamorous relationship. And uh, excuse me, polyamorous people. If I'm uh, yeah, we're definitely you not in, in, a, right. in a in a poor light. I'm not trying to do that. That's not my intentions at all. I'm just saying that like. I don't have permission to go out and play separately. No. She doesn't have permission to go out. That's not in our rules. But when we have a situation, we had a situation or uh, where there was a couple that we have played with together, uh, offered one of us to engage uh, individually, we took it. Yes. Just because we've known them for years and it was that comfortability. Right. um, And that inclusiveness by, by pictures and everything. That's correct. So it's not like, you know, you go out and run out and do whatever you want. No, and come back and say, hi, how are you? What do you like right, for right. breakfast? Yeah. Um, we got some questions, babe. We got Look some at that. more questions. Okay. The suite is getting live. Go back a little bit. Let's see what we got. I have it. All right. All right. So what no, would I you. No, see. <laughs> no, I know you can't see. I'll read it for you. What would you do? What would you do? No, wait. Okay, I got it. I was just, I'm sorry, guys. I lost track of where we were for a second. What would you do? Do oh, what do you think that the biggest probably? Stereotype, what would you say? What would you say? I got is the that. Biggest I think, yeah, because I'm like I'm keep trying to read it as day, but lifestyle. I think you meant say. That's simple. I got you. Right. That we fuck everybody. That we fuck everybody. That's oh yes, the, the biggest, biggest stereotype, stereotype about we, lifestyle is yeah. that you walk around and you just have sex with everything with that walks. Right, and that that is the oh and that we have sex just unprotectively and we just. You know, mm-hmm. swinging from the chandeliers. Oh yeah, no. Nah. I mean, I mean, some parties can get crazy, but absolutely. <laughs> but no, nah, man, no. Nah, I think that that would be the biggest. And and um, if there are any other uh, swingers in the chat, please feel free to um to answer that question also. Um, but I think that the biggest um the biggest stereotype would be that 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 we just go to parties, mm-hmm. drop our draws, and fuck anything that moves. And say, People imagine people imagine uh, a world of um, of just like freewheeling, uh, free spirits. Like uh, what is it, Woodstock? Like a bunch of hippies mm-hmm. or Burning Man, Burning Burn. Man? Like where you just go into like the orgy room? Yeah. Uh, no, no, it, that that couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, some people may may operate that way. Absolutely. Um, but it, uh, again, everybody has their own rules. Everybody plays differently. Yeah, everybody plays differently. Right. So the next question, want to go into another question? Sure, go for it. All right, go for it. Yeah, we got we got a little time. We got about uh, what twenty minutes left. Yep. What were your emotions the next morning after the first full swap? That's a good one. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a good one. Okay, so I you want to go dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you were a dirty girl. I felt a like dirty a girl. dirty slut. Yeah. Um, honestly, let me see. I felt that, that little satisfaction of having sex for the first time with a, with a new, with a new woman or a new partner or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You feel that little satisfaction, but then I felt, um, I don't know. I felt like I was even more excited about being with my wife. Yes. If that makes any sense. It, it was kind of the same 
uh, of the full swap uh, of the sorry soft swap where you know just seeing her in excitement kind of turns you on but that little feeling of insecurity after that full swap was kind of like you know kind of hits you in the gut a little bit yeah. you know where you kind of just want to blind yourself you don't want to see it you want to stay focused on what you you were doing and it's kind of the same thing that next day you kind of just want to remember the good stuff that you did and not really remember you know her being doggy style with somebody else it kind of, kind of fuck with you day one yeah it does but i think that, I, so i think for us mm-hmm. um it actually makes us more attracted to each other it's a turn on somehow yeah. um we get turned on by watching the other person do this sexual escapade uh-huh. with someone and you're and it makes you get turned on more yeah. like I love seeing him, you know, bang somebody out, dogs down. I'm there. Yeah, I'm hot, there man. for it. It's like watching live porn. Exactly right. Live porn where your partner is the star. And, and that's how you see it. Um, hey, look at that. We got uh, we got Black and Kinky in the house. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. We got them in the suite. So Black and Kinky is uh, uh, another lifestyle podcast. We definitely want to give you guys a shout out. We appreciate you taking the time. They have a dope podcast, so if you ever have some time uh, and the inclination, check them out. Black and Kinky. Black and Kinky Lifestyle. Sorry, guys. Make sure we get that right. Uh, so go ahead, honey. What so Did we skip any no, questions? No, I got it. I'm the sorry. next question is, is, have you guys ever considered playing with single males? We've talked about it. We We've have talked, talked about, about it. it. Mm-hmm. And, and I say no. <laughs> yeah. No. Why do you say no? You know, that's just, that's just not a part of my storyline. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's not a part of my storyline. Mm-hmm. I um it's the same thing as it's like male strippers, right? Mm-hmm. I just now went to my first male strip, strip club, club right? right when right. I was in Vegas. And what was your perception of it? My b- perception before going, in? B- before going in, I thought it was going to be a guy, strange guy swinging his sweaty balls <laughs> in my face. Right. Like like all the shit you see on TV. Yes. And he was going to uh, be grinding on my face with his sweaty balls. And I don't know you like we haven't even had a drink. Right. That's that's for me. I do that on Friday night. Yes. That's our Friday night. Um, so, <laughs> no, we um, have had that discussion before multiple times. And yeah. I it's, it's just, just not, not something she's looking forward. It's to. not something that I actually look forward yeah. to at all cool good question though yeah appreciate that all right Thank let's you for see the question um what was the black and kinky question i see it right there uh many men have performance, performance issues. issues this is a good one uh-huh. many men have performance issues what has been your recommendation for fellas to avoid going soft or mm-hmm. deal with a ongoing soft swap play getting that niagara Get you a doctor friend. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. No, nah, I'm um, playing. I'm playing. This has happened to us. So please. it has happened. Um, at, at the beginning, yeah. it, it happened. Yeah. I think what what happened in the beginning was you finally get yourself in a situation where there are boobs everywhere. There's, you know, women moaning and or, or whatever, you know. You got got everything going. It's all churning and burning, and you have this expectation to, all right, now it's time to perform. Or that's the perception of it. You you put that that expectation on yourself to be super charged up. Like this is what men want. Everybody believes that this is the situation that men want. So as soon as you're in there, you have to go for it, or you're you're lame. So once once you 
have that kind of internal battle within yourself, you're already behind the eight ball, man. You're already kind of messed up. So um, I I really don't know um, how to overcome it for across the board, right? All I can say for myself, what helped me is really trying to just enjoy the moment. Try to stay in the moment of that situation. Don't think about what your what the expectations of you are. Don't try to think about um, the expectations that you think this woman may have of you. Um, and don't try to compare yourself to the other guy in the room. Just do something, right? Like yeah. I've heard that on other podcasts. Just kind of participate. Make sure you stay active. Um if you're if you're in that situation and you know you you go soft or you you don't get yourself excited or you're not excited enough, um, just stay active. There's something you can do, right? There's something you everybody can do. touch somebody. Everybody can participate in some yeah, type of way. Just touch somebody, get a toy, play around, eat some pussy, do something. Do something. Yeah. And and also, I think that we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Is that um, I'm out of wine. Try not to get too drunk. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, the, right, right. The right. times we've had, not um, personally that we've had, because um, mm-hmm. we've it, it hasn't happened to us a lot, but the times that we've met other couples that have had this issue, it's because someone gets too drunk um, yeah. and it's hard to perform. Um, That'll happen. <laughs> yes. That will happen. If you're too tipsy to perform. Yeah. So, all right. All cool. right. Thanks for the so, question. Thanks for the question. One. So the next question is, um, I think this kind of goes back to our other point is that um, the perception of, that we're lifestyles are sleeping with everybody they come every yeah, that was they a come in contact with, right, right right that was a good one yeah thanks for chiming in there and thanks for chiming in for that because uh, what's another it's question definitely true yeah uh, what has been our experience with racism or racial bias in the lifestyle oh so guys we're gonna actually get into this um in another episode um more deeper yeah in, um, in more detail i just I, i'll hit on some things here and there with that um mm-hmm. just to answer your question mm-hmm. um so we actually didn't realize it at the beginning right mm-hmm. away right um until we talked to one of our other friends and was wondering like, why does it seem like we have to try a little bit harder? Uh, I knew you was going to say that. You took it out of my mouth. Go ahead. Yeah. We have to try a little bit harder to kind of like uh, break the ice, let's mm-hmm. say, with people. And then once that's done and everybody sees like, oh, you're cool and and you're approachable. Right. right? Then it's like, oh, they're cool. You know, then everybody wants to be friends and then it, it all works out. What was their advice to us? This was a black couple, right? A black couple. Um, when we first started getting into lifestyle, this was literally like one, no, the first couple that we met online from online. Absolutely. Uh, We met them. We met them at uh, a local club and the advice they gave to us. You want me to share? Yeah. Yeah. The advice they gave to us was to always be, um, not presentable, but approachable, approachable, always be approachable. You got to make yourself approachable. So to answer your question, uh, Bomber and Bell, it wasn't necessarily an external, piece of racism uh from 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 another race it was kind of um it was more of a of an expectation from people of our own of our own color uh or our own race saying to us what they thought so with that they kind of set our expectations they kind of gave us um a bad viewpoint of 
what to expect in the lifestyle. If I'm being honest, they told us to always go out and be presentable or, or be um, approachable. Approachable. Because people find us intimidating. intimidating. They said that black people are intimidating. So you got to go out there and you got to be friendly. You got to be gregarious and you got to be bubbly or whatever. And that kind of puts a, an undue pressure on you to just not be yourself. Like I'm already like a, a fun loving guy. You know, I would consider us to be a fun loving couple where we just we don't we don't care. We go when we party or whatever. But it made us kind of pause and. Think about what people might think of us. Yeah, it, it definitely uh, was just, it took us, we had to pause for a second and yeah. kind of just think about like, how is this actually going to be for us? Right. Um, but honestly, it hasn't been that hard mm-hmm. um, for us to meet people um, just automatically. I mean, in our everyday lives, I am not the person that kind of is like the talkative person. It's luck. <laughs> And he thinks he's not, but he's, he's he definitely is the more talkative person. I am not. I, I yeah. do a lot more. Um, you observe. I observe. You people. observe a lot. You observe yeah. a lot. So with that, I thought that was going to be an issue for me and the lifestyle, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're going to get into that more actually in in, in another episode because we kind of wanted to <laughs> talk about that some more. Um, hey, we, but I want to get to that that comment right there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, say that no, one right you there. Because I can't really, I can, I can kind of see it. But so it says, is it me or do these masks make them look more intriguing or desirable? Purple Devil. Huh. He loves Love Purple Devil. Love the Purple Devil. He loves Love purple the Purple Devil. Love Purple Hey, but devils. we appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So it's um, just, have you so guys ever question? had an issue with a single female that you may have played with? So here's the thing, right? We haven't. We haven't. Oh, it's killing me. It's so it's killing so, me. It's so much of an issue for us that I have not found a single female um, for us to play with. Right. And it's me. I, I'm guilty. Yeah, it's I mean, me. I, I'm so, I have so many yeah. <laughs> checks. I, I bring them to the table, but they just not, Mm-mm, you know, they, nope. she, she does. She's not on board for nope, them. Nope, so. not on board. I'm, I'm going to keep on throwing them. Something going to stick to the wall. One day, one day, <laughs> one day. This is going to no. be some random chick at like Ocean City at an Ocean City bar. Or something. Pick up somebody of secrets or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. That That's what he thinks. But uh, yeah, we haven't had the pleasure yeah. yet. Nope. It's all good. All right. So let's one? go we got to about how we 10 more times? minutes. We got about okay. 10 more minutes. So yeah. let's go to another question. Cool. In addition, there are some quick preventative measures men can take, mm-hmm. including C rings, quarter, oh, or yeah. halves of Viagra. Right. Oh, right. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, going to yeah. help with that, uh, that problem. They help with that, that problem. Up. Get them standing up straight. Yeah. Word up. Word up. You always want to stay in the game. You always want to try to stay in the Staying game. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. Yeah. All right. Hey, man. I love the interaction in the, in the, in the suite, man. I'm loving this. Hey, so. It looks like uh, everybody's kind of winding down on the questions, but um, hey, we really want to say thank you for taking some time to participate. Um, yeah. I know we got a few more minutes left, but um, like I said, it looks like the, the questions are winding down. And if I'm going to be real with y'all, hey, look, I forgot to press record in the beginning. <laughs> he did. So we're going to uh, probably take a couple minutes and uh, re-record our intros and all that. But hey, we want to say thank you so much uh, for joining us in this episode of Living the Sweet Life. Um, this is, this is what we had planned in the beginning and we're finally here. It took some convincing. 
It took some convincing, but I think I did a good job. He did a great job. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate all of the support. Thank you guys for joining us online, talking to us. Um, We look forward to meeting other podcasters um, going in the future. We love meeting new people and just kind of like spitballing ideas off of each other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But we look forward to more live episodes. Yeah. Um, Right now we have this crazy family vacation coming up. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, what we got coming up? Go ahead. So, yeah, we're going to be going on vacation soon um, to not my favorite place in the world. Um, But (laughs) we're going to be going on vacation. Somewhere in Florida. In Florida. With a mouse. With a big, huge mouse. (laughs) So we're going. um, But, hey, we're going to make time to do some adulting that's right and adulting means that we're actually going to go to a lifestyle party yeah what was the name of that place it's uh secret escapades or something like that secret hideaways hideaway that's what it is secret hideaway so we're going to come check you guys out we're going to be there um for a week we're Mm going to go to a pool party and, we're and while come we're there, with no tan lines. and we're going to not come back with tan lines. That's right. So it's going to be great. We're going to do our family thing. And then we're going to come back with no tan lines. It's <laughs> a right. win-win for everybody. Win-win, win-win, win. Win and win. Right. We get to check so, out a new place. And that's right. we need to go get some, some adulting time. So we'll definitely give you guys a, um, a, a little review once we get back. Uh, what else we got going on? Uh, we got the new beach coming up at the end July. of July. That yes. should be fun. Yep. And Desire. And we're still doing our countdown to so Desire. We, we got the countdown in going. November. Yeah, we're we're sub 150 days, so uh, I'm excited, man. And then, guys, we just added on another trip. If we're, uh, we're going back to Jamaica, it looks oh, like, in right? February. We're yeah. going in February, yeah. and, you, and we're Full going wedding. for a friend's wedding which is the funny part um i know we're about to wrap up soon but we met these friends on a vacation at hito at hito and we've been friends ever since um and they're getting married in jamaica so we're going to go to jamaica and guess what we're going to do while we're there with no tan lines put it that way absolutely we're definitely going to go over to hito still all right people hey thanks again for joining us in episode four of living the sweet life this has been epic thank you guys for joining us bye again we'd like to thank you for living a sweet life with us be sure to subscribe rate and review us on itunes spotify google play or wherever you listen to podcasts feel free to email us any questions comments or naughty thoughts at the sweet life podcast at gmail.com that is the sweet life t-h-e S-U-I-T-E-L-I-F-E podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Sweet Life Podcast and on Twitter at Sweet Life Pod. So do you have anything else to say to our lovely guests? Until next time, keep living a sweet life. Bye.